Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Koi CBD. Go to KoiCBD.com, use code DuddyB at checkout, save 20%. Here we go. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Oh, we're back. Episode 47, Feeling Good with Duddy. We're feeling super good today because we have two guests, Evan Hawkins of uh, Through the Roots and his girlfriend, Britt Raffuson. Model, beautiful, and we also have a very beautiful soul, Duddy B. <laughs> That's right. What's up, people? We are back. Episode 47, uh, I believe episode four from our underground bunker lair where we are hiding from the coronal times that are, what is it, 100 feet above us? Yes, we're 100 feet uh, below the earth. Every once in a while, we still hear human things happening above, but for the most part, it's pretty silent down here. And I don't even know what day it is of the coronal times. And if, if it sounds a little muffled right now, we're all wearing masks for the listeners. And uh, Duddy, let's start it out with, with some uh, listener questions. Did you pull those off the Patreon? The, you for, for, our, for our guests? For us. You got it, dude. I, Not only do we have Patreon questions for the guests, but we have some for I us. only see the ones for our guests. Okay. So, so super, super smooth start to this episode. <laughs> but we can search it right now and see. Can we yes, not? but that is right. We are down here in the underground bunker layer. Every now and then we also give the directions to some really cool people, and then they get to come down here. They climb down the 100-foot ladder to get down in the bunker. Then they, like we told you guys last week, they swim through the, uh, the pool of Purell. And then when they get out of that, they get blow-drying. And then they, then they, <laughs> and then they, then they have to put a thermometer in their mouth. And if it's not ninety-eight point eight, then they got to mm-hmm. climb back up the ladder and they got to leave. Yes. Luckily, they were both ninety-eight point eight, perfect. Perfectly, and they went through the Total Recall Airport body scan where we see your skeletal structure and any imperfections. <laughs> they were perfect. In fact, a perfect hundred percent score. And so they're down here in the bunker. You know what? We don't. I can't find the freaking oh listener questions for us. Goodness, I don't know what Jake. it is, dude. Duddy and I are just learning how to use our Patreon, and we asked our Patreon listeners, hey, why don't you throw us some questions and some questions for our guests? We have the questions for our guests, thankfully, and they're good ones. Okay. But do you know how? Did you no, find it? No, these are just for them, bro. You're a crazy person. Yeah. I don't even see a post that's asking for us. Uh, yeah, I put it. Oh, there it is. I actually, th- I actually think I found them. Really? Look at this. Jake. Okay. No, I don't. What's up, Duddy? Holy fucking shit, Jake. <laughs> well then, well, let's just let's uh, skip that shit. Yeah. Let's just roll right into it. We have with us now 
Evan of Through the Roots and his girlfriend Britt, welcome to the show. We will get to your guys' questions later because we could not find <laughs> the questions for Duddy and I. And I think it's time, Duddy, potentially, for us to take the masks off and yeah. get into the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome okay. to the show, y'all. We're real professional. <laughs> What's up? How you guys doing? Doing good. Right on. Thank you guys for coming down. I know it's weird out there in these coronal times and, uh, you know, supposed to be, uh, you know, social distancing and we are doing that the best we can. We're trying to stay safe, stay safe down here, but it is good to see other human life. Definitely is. You Thanks know. for us having us to the lair. Yeah. Uh, how is it getting down here? It's, it's hard to get the drill. Are, you know, it's a little unstable. <laughs> yeah. If you're all, you know, after you're through that, you're pretty, pretty wet, you know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. We should probably we should probably get some like safety cords for the ladder. It's they're way up there, and there's I mean if they fall, they're just dead. Well, the thing was we had an option. It was get some new stuff for the set, mm-hmm. or get safety equipment for people's lives, and we chose the set because we're here. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for the people, and uh, this is your show. So yeah. anyway, let's fucking get into it. So what have you guys been doing? Have you been staying home? Have you been social distancing? You're not on tour. You're probably not modeling right now. I don't know, maybe, but what have you guys been doing? It's not considered an essential uh, service. And also, we're not, no one's, none of the people are getting their samples from China. So, modeling, it's put on a hold. I still oh, have yeah. gone to one job, but the makeup artist showed up in like full hazmat. Oh, like, wow. Like mask with double like filter. <laughs> Looking like she's going to, like, rob a bank or something. <laughs> oh, my God. What about you? Yeah, we've had, you know, obviously a lot of shows canceled. And uh, we didn't have too much scheduled right now because we're working on some new music and taking a break to get that done. So it's kind of good timing for us. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been weird. We've been uh, working on the new music. Other than that, I, I do construction normally full time when I'm home. Um, and I've been able to do that because construction is an essential uh, business. So I've been busy framing oh, houses. And, yeah, that's cool. Nice. But it's been weird, you know, working on the job site and you're like wondering if you should grab this nail gun or not or like it's kind of creepy, right? Like you kind of think about Yeah, you think about everything you do now. Like you never thought about that. No. You never gave a shit. Like, dude, the thought of the thought of passing a joint around a circle is like, what? Yeah. (laughs) No. Not in coronal times. Is that ever gonna happen again? I do think, I mean, I know that we're going to get through this, you know, as a people on earth, but I do think that we're going to be slightly changed by this forever. For like sure. it's who are you going to just reach willy nilly for joints? I mean, I don't do that anymore anyway. Cause I'm kind of like, and don't ew gross, but I have a thousand times in my life. I've tugged right off a wet ass joint and totally. fucking 10 people's yeah. faces that on the it. guy that's <laughs> handling the, the joints kind of fucking gross and oh. you know it. And you're like, Oh, well, whatever. You saw oh. that like saliva trail you separate from his lips. Oh, like you you just slide it, it all the way down, like to the very end, where it's like you're smoking <laughs> yeah. fingers instead. You know? That's oh. usually what you gotta I do, do. You and gotta, I assume yeah. everyone does. It's just you're going through your own fingers, yeah. really. Not <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! The thing that happened on this last tour, and we've made fun of it on the show before, is um, I actually went out on tour with the Dirty Heads this last summer because we were doing podcasts, and I worked for his like merch company. So I was out meeting everybody at the shows, and it was awesome. Um, but so many people would, hey man, you need a toke, and they'd hot, they'd just hand me their vape pen, and every time I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know you, I'm yeah, just at a strange. merch booth, and I know it's just someone being nice, totally. Yeah. But fuck no, and especially after coronal times. Well, the the, the you know we've talked about it before, but the vape pen one is extra weird because a joint, it's like you roll it, you smoke it, it's gone. That vape pen, like if they've had that for like a month. And it's just been in their pocket everywhere they're going, and you know, and it's just like that's 
Their dog licked it. Yeah. And there. it's like like you said, they they're not thinking that. They're just trying to be nice. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to hit this? And you're like, oh, just that's kind of gross, pieces. dude. That is horrifyingly <laughs> gross. So thank you and no thank you for future anybody's that offer us some sort of remote <laughs> joint smoking tool. We're not interested. And we want to thank you. Holy oh, shit. But what's up for, for uh, Through the Roots? Like, what are you guys, you know, planning right now? You guys trying to get, like, live streams going? Yeah, or? we got, I mean, you know, we're stoked to be here doing this. And yeah. um, and uh, we actually are doing a Root Fire interview on Friday. Oh, perfect. Um, I think we're going to do some other ones as well that are um, in the works. Um, but, yeah, we're excited to do that, at least be able to interact with our fans still and play music. Other than that, just just been working on the new music and um, working with some different new producers that we're stoked with um, and loving how everything's sounding. So just using this time to like really, you know, kind of get ahead of the game, I guess, you know? Totally. You know, you can exactly either, what you sit, you can either sit around and just be like, this sucks. Or you can be like, well, get back to work, you know, yeah. just in a different way. Watching a lot of tutorials and stuff too. I mean, there's so much new equipment and technology out mm -hmm. there. Like learning that stuff is crucial just to be able to understand it and utilize, you know, utilize it with what we're doing you're going to come out of this better and there's a lot of people who are doing that i, I have yeah. noticed online which is cool there is a, a large movement of people that are like all right i'm working out in my house i'm going to lose 20 pounds during this coronal time or i'm working on my music and yep. it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people just sitting around moping so that's kind of cool it, no, I, I, still, I mean you know? i've even seen it in my neighborhood like people just out doing projects like that you can tell they've been putting off forever. Yep. Like there's Paint this house, house, there's this house around the corner from me that's like so overgrown with shit that you're just like, what is going on in there? Dude's been out there every day just <laughs> hacking away. And I'm like, wow. thank you, Coronal Times. I think I got I've never done that. Like, <laughs> Jumanji was going to live forever. Dude, I was just like, what is going on in there? <laughs> kind of miss it, huh? A little Jumanji house. Yeah. And Dude. what's crazy, too, is I saw the guy that was trimming it, and he always lived there. He looks like a total normal fucking guy. And I'm like, how did you let that shit happen? Dude, why <laughs> is it? You know, because Duddy and I just came from, like, a middle-class, uh, you know, suburban kind of neighborhood we're at the beach but we were like a little inland so it's just you know track homes after track homes and most of the houses you know look fine and decent but there's always at least one fucking creep show house where you know you're just riding up the street and it's like hi it's a house you're a normal house and then there's a fucking house that no one has mowed the lawn or trimmed a hedge or done anything and i always <laughs> wonder who lives in those houses and i never see them come out dude what is up with those houses okay I love bro them, but why there's this house in my old neighborhood. You know what? Hook me up a little creepy music. Are we just going to go on an impromptu scary zone? It's, like a, it's just... This, uh, yeah, hook it up. Give me a little fuck. So in my old neighborhood that I lived in right before this one, there was this fucking house that, just like Jake was saying, everything was super overgrown. It just looked like a big bush. Trees, a couple trees in the front yard, but mostly just big, huge bushes that were as tall as the house. You couldn't even barely see the house. But if you were like walking on the sidewalk, there was this one little kind of gap in the bushes where you can, you could kind of see like the kitchen window. And there's always a red light on. Always. And I would always, and I walk my dog like all the time. And sometimes I walk my dog at night. So I remember one fucking night I'm walking by that damn house and I always try to look through. You've got to peek. You I'm look. always peeking in there because I'm like, what is going on? So I give it a peek, red light on, old lady standing in the window. Like just looking out? Just just looking out. Wow. That's my. That's it. That's my only, uh, well, that's the whole story. But I'll tell you what, I was creeped out as fuck the rest of that walk. Looking behind me. Like, just staring? 
just staring out the window. My just heart rate's lady. elevated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good story. The, you know, dude, Thanks, Duddy, impromptu Thanks. scary zone. Thanks. Nicely done. Dude, I didn't even get to give my drop, but <sighs> that's cool. Oh, do you want to do that? Eh, it's, I think it's too late. Is it? Yeah. Fuck. That's all right. Next time. Damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just slipping on fucking banana peels in here today, dude, but it's all right. It's been dude, those, there were some magical moments right in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, back to the fucking business. That was dope, Daddy. So you're got, now I wonder, you're working on new music. Are you going like into the studio? Are you guys doing it from home, sharing? How are you doing it? So I have a home studio, and okay. basically we're just doing back and forth stuff. and um, Sending just it. Just emails, yeah. Yep. Um, I think that's, it's funny because I was asking uh, our keyboard player, Brady, if he wanted to come over on Friday to do this uh, this Root Fire interview, and he was, he's like, you know, I'm sticking to this quarantine thing, you know, like I'm, I'm staying home. So... You know, to each their own. <laughs> and you, you can't say, yeah. no, no, you Daddy can't. and I are true because it's a thing. Obviously, you know, we're like, what do we do? Because we, we have to put out episodes every Wednesday right now. I mean, we can't just, you know, we have we want to keep the show going. And we have the studio and it's the same thing. Daddy and I think about it. It's like, you know, we're inviting people down into the bunker, but it's very few people. There's four of us in a humongous <laughs> warehouse, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like, not a warehouse, it's a bunker. Yeah, well, the warehouse is underground, sure, but yeah. uh, you know, I guess technically that's a bunker. It's an underground warehouse, and we invited you guys down, and the ladder was shitty, and we apologized, but you made it, and you swam through the Purell, and we're here. But yeah, that's why we have the mask, that's why we have the gloves. But the show must go on, and we're like, yeah. if people want to come in, you know, as long as they're clean, and you guys, we look, we're like, these look like good, clean people. <laughs> they can come on in. But um, so I'm just going to. One fan question, you know, that I just saw multiple people ask. So I, we can even start with here. But just like, how, what was your background of like getting into music? Like, how did how did you start playing music? So actually, my um, funny, I, like my parents were always listening to music when I was young. You know, and some families, you know, um, their parents are into music, and I was always just listening. I, my dad was a musician and always had a guitar around. Um, it's one of those things where like. He would try to teach me, but it was wasn't one of those things. I think I don't know if it's just like a son and father thing, but like we just couldn't get it. You know, he's like, just put your fingers like this. I'm like, Dad, my like I'm, I'm five, my fingers. Yeah. Are like, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> hold this guitar. <laughs> so I just kind of uh, had to had to learn at my own pace, which meant like whenever he left the house, he'd always say like, "Don't touch my guitar," you know, which was like, you know, I was always like, "Okay." So then I would see it in the <laughs> corner and go play it whenever he'd leave, and I I just learned that way and kind of taught myself guitar. Um, yeah, as I got older, you know, I was always into just kind of rolling with the trends and like what was kind of popular. We were in like the MTV era back then, you know, yep. Total Request Live. And, um, oh, totally. Yeah, just, you know, I fell in love with that whole thing. I would like stay home from school and, you know, wa watch the watch that stuff. And I just got really into it. I got, got like a DJ set when I was, um, I think I was in elementary school and like the end of, no, no, sorry, sixth, sixth grade. And uh, got really into that and like started learning the technology of like how everything like, kind of plugs in. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the roots of it all. Um, nice. Daddy had a little DJ set too I when did. he was a youngster. You I guys did. were following a little bit of the same No, path. totally. And what was funny was I, when you were saying like your dad saying like, don't touch my guitar. That reminds me of like, because my brother was in bands and, you know, I was a younger kid and, and like we had like one 
a guitar that was kind of crappy, you know, and like, and I would always break the string. And back then, I remember, like, that was a thing. You broke the string. I was like, fuck. And, like, I remember, like, going to music stores to buy, like, that one string. You remember that? Not even a full pack. Yeah, like, I need singles. a G string. But, like, yeah. his friends would always leave their guitars over. And, you know, some, they'd be like, don't fuck, don't play the guitars. They'd, like, put them in their cases back in the corner and hide them. And, like, right when those fuckers left, dude, I was like, slap, <laughs> bling, bling, bling. And I would break strings. That's and then why. I would put the fucking guitar back right where just, it was, just, just so. like it was. And I would be there too when they would come back over and they'd open it like, who fucking broke my string? And I'd be like, <laughs> fucking didn't move, man. Oh, that, that guitar did not move. <laughs> I didn't play guitar back then, so I'm not mad. I was like, oh, dude. Fuck yeah. Did you, guys, did you guys ever have friends who had like instruments and you go over to their houses and play them? I mean, like over at their houses? Um, oh, shit. I had a friend who's I played his older brother's instrument and his older brother came home and fucking threw me out and cussed me out. Do you remember I remember this? that. I had uh, a, Henry. Henry, our buddy Henry Jimenez. <laughs> I was a young, young kid. That's so funny you said that. And I'm like, you jogged a little memory out of my mind. Um, I went over to my, bu my buddy Henry lived up the street and his brother had a drum set in the garage. And Henry's like, dude, check it out. And we're hitting the drum. Ding, ding, ding. I'm like nine, you know, something young. And then uh, his brother comes home, kicks open the garage, and we're just sitting on his drum set, hitting all the drums, and he just runs in at us, and, you know, he's yelling at his brother. He's yelling at little Henry, and I'm just standing there all scared. And then I'm all, oh, I'm sorry, you know, like, we, Henry said it was okay or something. And uh, the, the older brother looks at me, he's like, why don't you go home and fucking play drums on your mama? Like, fucking said some gross sexual... Oh, I remember exactly what he said. I know, it's like, I don't even want to say it. It was fucking nasty. You gotta say it, dude. He's all, why don't you... So what do you say? He's all, why don't you go home and play drums on your mom's pussy? That's exactly what he <laughs> said. Oh That's what he said, And yeah. I ran home, I'm all, ah, and I told my mom, I'm all, fucking Henry's brother came home, and my mom stomped her... We have Jewish oh, mom, dude. dude. My mom no, fucking you around. do something to their son, it's like, what? My mom stomps out of the house like nothing and rolls up on Henry Jimenez's brother, who's like a fucking cholo dude, you know? He's yeah. cool, but he had his name was Hector, but he blew up on me that day, and my mom just cussed this fool out right in his garage, wow. and I'm just standing there going, "Oh shit!" It was a heavy moment. Damn! I can't believe you remember. All I that. totally I didn't remember know that. that. You would remember that. I was what, like fucking four or I'm, something. Well, I, don't I was know. like nine. No, or eight. so I was like so you I was probably like six, six or, or seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven. yeah. One of those two. Anyway, we were young, but I remember that. <laughs> did you do that? Yeah, one of my you? best. One of my best friends. I don't, did you? Do you ever play instruments? Go over to your friend's house and fuck their shit up? Absolutely not. Too much respect for that. In elementary school, my my, do you guys remember that movie, that thing you do? Oh fuck yeah! My friend's dad like helped produce or played guitar in that in that song. That's a great song. Yeah, it was a great song, and he had all these instruments and like legendary guitars, and they were super expensive. And he had like his collection under the staircase, and he had like a room upstairs that had a drum kit and like. You know, I was I I never really had that many instruments around, just my like my dad's guitar, you know. So I went over there and I was like the holy grail, you know. Uh -huh. So I'd go over there and Alex would be like, Hey dude, you wanna hang out? I'm like, No, no, I'm in this room, man. You know, like he's <laughs> like, You're at my house. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> this is where it's I am right now. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. in here shredding. It was it was fun, but that's kinda where I learned how to, to like play all the instruments. It was a really young age too, so that's cool. Props to Alex and his dad. Yeah. Oh, what a room to have. I never. <laughs> I mean, now we know people that have a shitload of instruments, but back then as a kid to just walk in a room, oh, like, there's keyboards there's and guitars. There's just everything. And, yeah. Even though you don't know how to play, it's just like making sounds. It's like, fuck, it's amazing. When you I remember it, like the first time like, fucking around with a keyboard that just had all the sounds and just going through every one so yeah. going mm -hmm. through the barks and shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so now, 
So, and you're from San Diego, grew up in San Diego? Yeah, I was born in LA and moved to San Diego when I was five. So, oh, I grew this up. This is going to yeah. be funny. I'm sorry. Oh, you One have second. more questions? No, I just oh, have sorry, to do it. Sorry. Uh, hello? Yo. Derek. Uh, yeah, do you want to do this call? I'm sorry, dude. I'm right in the middle of a podcast right now. <laughs> no problem. Do your, do your thing. We'll take care of it. We're just going to work on some scheduling for some, some uh, uh, streaming stuff. Right on. Sorry about that, man. We'll circle back with you. All okay. right, later. Thanks. Bye. Daddy's new favorite thing is just answering his phone <laughs> on the cheese call the other day and just blew up, so it was awesome. <laughs> and then you're from Long Beach right now. Did you grow up there? Yeah, originally started in Long Beach, um, and then I moved around. I went to like 13 different schools, and eventually Holy after shit. that, circled back, graduated in Long Beach. Been there ever since. Why did you go to so many schools? I was raised by my mom, who was single and just geographically confused, free spirit. <laughs> okay. I don't, what do you, what do you, I don't know what you want to call it. So traveler. But tra- a traveler, a gypsy. So okay. we went to a lot of places. Sometimes we'd even double back, and I'd see my my friends after not seeing them for three or four years back at the same school, and like, what up? Yeah. Oh, so, that's cool. Wow. That's kind of interesting. I hope I've been cool. traveling for three years. Cool. Good to I see have you friends again. Everywhere. My wife was like a military kid growing so same type of thing you know, she's lived she's like oh, I've lived in Alaska I've lived over here and then she was in the military I lived in Okinawa I lived here yeah, so dude it's like that's kind of cool but wow. um so modeling modeling where does it start you're living all over the freaking place kind of hard to probably set anything up doing that at what point do you settle down a little bit and, and start modeling um well what do you mean what what what, what was your question when did you start modeling? When did I start modeling? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started modeling when I, about 10 years ago, when I was 20. Um, I always kind of wanted to do it, and then, but I was pretty fugly. Um, so it's like a key. Why is that a modeling thing? It's, I, I have no clue. It's Girls like, it's always the ugly duckling. It's always like, I was nasty um, as shit. But Blo- I, blossom oh, yeah. later in life? I had just fucked up teeth. Fucked up teeth. <laughs> I, I was super blind, so I wore super thick glasses, and my hair was just like, it was like Hermione, huge. So I was like, had the whole ugly Betty thing going on. And then, wow. so I got, the day I got my braces off, I also went and got contact lenses and a blowout. And it was literally like oh, damn. Princess Diaries. Wow. Where I came out and people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then I. Uh, okay, that's actually cool. Yeah. I see that now. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's I'm awesome. That, yeah, I <laughs> Is I that cheese? Yeah, I got to take these gloves off, dude. <laughs> I'm sweating under here. I feel like I can't touch anything for real. And then it's like. So when I'm hitting the drops, it's, it's kind of fun. Like, huh? I kind of like them. <laughs> <laughs> you do? That's oh, two kind of people. I feel like I'm back right now. Yeah, okay. Oh, dude. Here we go. So, all right. So you get the fucking braces off. You get the contacts in. You get the blowout done. Done. And you're rolling. You just roll back to school, and it's just the yeah. sun is shining. Oh, well. I roll back to school, and yeah. I was always super bad at school. So. Um, and all the dudes were just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the time of day. Oh. Now they're like, um, yes. hi, I like your braces are off. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And then one time I actually like circled back to a guy who I had a crush on for like eight years in school. And I, he totally didn't like me. And he was finally like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like willing to give him a chance. And he was like, <laughs> and then he started remembering all the crazy things that I would do because I was in love with them. And he was like, remember that love note you wrote me when we were in like sixth grade and you said all these things. And I was like, 
yeah. And I was just so turned off and embarrassed that oh. I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Oh, yeah. 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 Dork. That's We're a done. cool thing. That's a real life. We've all seen that movie, you know? Oh, yeah. There's like a bunch of them. Is it Never Been Kissed? Is that another one where yes. someone gets done up? Yeah, at like Prince totally. Jr. Dude, and those movies are always <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah, and so that's cool to actually hear that, you know? It, it <laughs> like a real thing. I'm like, oh, right on. That would be a good feeling. I had a buddy, Doug, who was in my old band, and he's like, I guess he was always just a big fat kid and big curly hair, and he went and started playing football. And Doug, nice. Doug Cooper, Doug was a fat Doug kid. Doug Cooper was a fuck, was a big fat I've, kid. I've known Doug like forever. Well, I, mean, I would never have known him that. since high school. I guess right? I met him in high school. Yeah. So he, you know, he always played football, and I played baseball with him when he was young. It's like weird. I never thought of him as oh fat kid, but he was just the catcher. Tubby he had big curly hair. I don't know. I don't remember. You know, I, but yes, he was big. Um, and then in high school, he's a football guy. He thins out. He gets all buff. And then he's just the stuff. I remember him telling me because he, you know, he's like, dude, Jake, I'm so stoked. And he, it was just some night we were drinking beers and talking. He's all, I was just a fat kid when I was young. He's all, no, no chicks would look at me. He's all, I just can't believe it. He like got taller, played football, got buff, got thin. He was in a band. He was wrestling. And then he ended up being in my band. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just funny for him to tell me that because I never thought of him that way. But I was, it was funny. I never forgot when Doug told me that because I was like, Oh, hell yeah, Doug. Fuck yeah, Go man. get it, you know. That's a good... <laughs> that makes you... What? How's that make you feel, Doug? It makes me feel good. Damn, dude. <laughs> did I just steal your... Did I just steal your drop? You, you're already trying to go into the, the shit right now? I don't know, dude. Fucking roll dude, into it. Because then we have fan questions. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck. I feel weird. Do you? feel weird that you just fucking stole remember when you pumped up to them earlier know, how dope my transition was going to be and you just ruined it <laughs> dude i don't know what it was it just felt so right and then i think i'm used to hearing you you're say not it. the guy <laughs> not i'm the, the transition guy. guy this is why you tried to do it and look what happened and i know fucking and then it ended everything up, up fucking hell speaking of feeling weird we have some sponsors on this no, show we can't no? do it what we do is we blow right past it and we go, so you come back to school, and the hair is blown out, <laughs> and you fucking jack the dude. When do you start modeling? Get us into this. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. I... Oh, man. Dude, what a mess. This is the first... I'm trying to remember. I Somebody was like, you know, you should, you should be a model. And I was like, you okay. know what? I, I fucking should. And so it was like, I don't know, I just wanted to try it, and also my... School career didn't go good. Yeah. Um, I was like working at a warehouse, like restoring classic Volkswagens, and oh, that's cool. So, though. and then I just decided to switch it up, and I, oh my god, I so I the only way I knew, I knew how was this website called Model Mayhem. So I would go on there, and I was like, yes, I am a model looking to gain experience, and then I started accepting shoots, and it was horrific. Like, horrific. I would go to places that were basically like this underground bunker where I'd show up and they'd be like, yeah, just um, go down this alley and come into this warehouse. And I'm like, yeah, okay. This is what, this this is is what, what modeling is. And it was just a whole bunch of horrible photo shoots. And, oh, um, that's I scary. Would, you yeah. always scary for a girl. Oh, I that is highly grimy. do not recommend. Zero out of ten. Don't yeah. do that. Go do it the right way. But yeah. I was actually at Dog's Bar in Long Beach. And I was approached by this chick who was like hey are you a model and i was like flip my hair i'm like yes, yes i am have you ever heard of model mayhem <laughs> why do you ask and uh she was like oh i work for a fashion company do you want to come in for a casting and so i went in and they started paying like paying me proper money to take proper pictures for a proper website and for not a proper in brand. an alley yeah, yeah and not in an alley where they didn't pay me 
That's great. Uh, yeah. So and then it all spiraled, fr- spiraled from there. Eventually got signed with an agency, and then pff, never looked back. My, my home base is in Long Beach. I mm-hmm. keep my apartment. It's where my cats live. That's and awesome. My plants, <laughs> but you know, travel for work and come back to there when That's it's time awesome. to go home. So look, people like. She's not telling you to go to dark alleys and take these crazy model shoots. But what that does show you is, man, sometimes you got to do some shit that sucks. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to do some things or you're maybe not going to get paid. And you just got to learn as you go. And you got to work hard. And then, you, and then you, might, you might eventually one day make it to where you're trying to get. Or you might not. But you might be in a bar one day. And someone might walk up to you and say, hey, are you a model? And then you say, yes, I am. And next thing you know, you're in a proper place, getting paid proper money in a safe establishment. And I bet that makes you feel good, Jake. Oh, there it is. I saw it coming, and it's way better. The world is back to normal. Oh, for fuck's sake. And speaking of feeling normal, our first sponsor makes me feel very normal, better than normal. Great. Koi CBD, that wasn't good. All right, Koi CBD, you guys know it. I talk about it every single episode. I love this company. I love their products. I take the drops every day. They just hooked me up, like, some huge bottles of these drops, 1,500 milligram. I'm just like, I put, I'll put a straw in that bottle. Ooh, slurp it up. I love it. I love the way that it makes me feel. It takes a little stress off my day, and it also helps my joints, all my aches and pains. But what they also just gave me... Uh, it's over there. Where is it? I can grab it. I think is it's it over there right by over the there? Bing Bing. Yeah. They have an inhaler, a CBD inhaler, and I believe it's a thousand milligrams. And you know, it doesn't it doesn't need to go through your your you know liver and all that. So it just goes straight into your bloodstream. Wham. Bam! Watch this. Oh, I feel so good. I feel so good right now. <laughs> Koi CBD, we love this product. They've been with us since day one. Uh, go to KoiCBD.com, put in code DuddyB at checkout, and you are going to get 20% off your order. And I, I should mention this. I need to mention this as well. Right now, you guys, you know you need some hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. They have hand sanitizer at Koi.com right now, and every ounce of sanitizer that they sell they match it and they give it to hospitals and first responders all through southern california Blam. go do it people koicbd.com code daddy be at checkout 20 percent off boom also on it another amazing company that we love and that's on it with two n's o-n-n-i-t.com we love this company we love their products i talked about it last week but i'm gonna talk talk about it again because i love it they have these pills are called new mood pills and right now everyone's so stressed out i'm sure it's hard for some people to sleep these are great they're not sleeping pills though so you're not gonna like pass out right when you take them i take them at like five-ish in the afternoon just kind of helps you chill out at the end of the day and then when you do pass out you sleep through the whole night you sleep like a baby. I love this product. And I also love their uh, Alpha Brain. I take it every day. That's why I'm so damn smart. Damn. Look at you. Onnit.com. O-N-N-I-T.com <laughs> forward slash daddy. After that, you get 10% off your order. There it is. We did it. We freaking did it. That was actually smooth. That was a beautiful sponsor reading. Thank you. One of your best. Thanks, man. Okay. Should we, should we just go into some fan questions? We definitely should. Okay. Okay, let me pull them up. I do have those. You do have those. There was some funny ones. And, the and there were some good ones. That doesn't make you feel weird on the phone. I I you might like never it. take these off. Are you serious? I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna get a body glove. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one 
It's for Evan. Um, I'm just going to read it because it's oh wait. with COVID giving us time to reflect. Besides your smoking hot girlfriend, Britt, what makes you feel good at this point in your life? Family is a given, but uh, yeah. Oh, that's it. I guess what's making you feel good right now? <laughs> He's just like I just saw the smoking hot girlfriend. That's why I started reading it. I didn't get to the end. <laughs> Because he's like, obviously you're going to go, well, my smoking hot girl. And he's like, all right, we know that. What else is making you feel good? I think just having, you know, like, I mean, you don't, you don't really have the, the friends and family around like you would normally, you know, because you guys are all trying to do your part and keep your distance and stuff. But just being able to, like, have friends and call people, you know, and, like, I'm very blessed to have friends and, and um, you know, opportunities where you can, you know, where you can do things like this to come show up and, mm-hmm. and you know, just just pass the time and relate with people. I think that's something to be, you know, thankful for. Totally. Um, definitely. No, I, I, I agree, man. It's, it's funny right now because besides coming here, I don't leave the house. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the lockdown thing. My family, my wife and kids, they have not left at all. And, uh, I mean, I go to the grocery store, of course, but, um, it's weird now that when I do see other people like that, I know it's like, Hey, hi, bud, I love you. <laughs> like you realize how much you really do enjoy people's company and people are, they're communicating online more. It's like, yeah, yeah people are doing the, 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 Zooms. the online My Zoom wife's thing doing the Zooms. All that. She did one last night for like freaking two hours with her friends. So in a weird way, yeah, people are bettering themselves like which what we were talking about earlier and they're kind of connecting in different ways, but I don't know. It I think shows that people still want to hang out in whatever freaking fashion they can right and i think another thing that kind of gets missed too is like we can definitely be you know feeling grateful to have all these people around us but there are people that you know are really lonely right now you know so gotta remember to check in with people and and make sure you know those people that don't have those those people that they can check in with that that if you are one of those people for them and maybe you don't realize it you know just just check in and make sure everybody's doing good no that's that's great i love that i love that i you know it's funny i was talking to my wife about that the other day too and i was just like i mean this is it's even I'm getting like a little stir crazy and I have like kids and a wife and a dog and like, and cats. And I get to come, you know, here and do the podcast and I'm still going stir crazy. (laughs) And I was like, what about like, just like a, a single dude, like living in like a studio apartment who lives like in a state that his family doesn't live in. And you know, what's that guy doing? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, someone just moved somewhere. Yeah, Has you know, no like he doesn't really have a friend uh, base. He doesn't know yeah. his neighbors really, and he, his family lives across the country. Like he's just like. All That's right. a nice thing to say because people yeah. that are listening to this, they could maybe like, as I am now, I'm thinking of who do I know that's that's having that. Um, what you're saying who might be alone and doesn't have a lot of family around people that are listening I hope are going oh you know what I have a few people's numbers in my phone book that I probably should call and just say what's up and hopefully they will so I'm really glad you thought of that because that's yeah. not something that we yeah. had really talked about well, thank you whoever asked that yeah so that yeah, was, so was um, that was Maui Wowie from our Patreon page you guys these are all questions coming from uh, listeners from our Patreon page so if you want to also ask me and Jake and our guests in the future any questions go sign up for our Patreon page uh you you will get to uh have your name shouted out like maui wowie just did and also you're going to help the the show go on and continue so thank you guys uh let's yo you know what from maui wowie also at the end he all he wanted he said uh, would you have met your girlfriend without your music career no well i don't think so no no <laughs> i was i i, I no I, I wouldn't to answer mm-hmm. the question no. nice maui wowie two good questions so shit <laughs> uh let's see here uh, Francisco Molina 
mm-hmm. uh, wants to know, like, he says, you have killer vocals, man. Uh, what age did you start singing, and what made you want to start a reggae band? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I started singing in, like, in middle school. It was during that whole, like, kind of, like, some 41, like, whole, when all that mm-hmm. was on MTV. And yep. and I started singing, like, that kind of music, and, and, and then I got into, like, screaming, actually, which was kind of... Dude, I went in the, the other full direction. scream direction too. Me and Jared, we used to sit in my garage and we were just with an acoustic guitar playing. We like, Wah! yeah. <laughs> but I was I was really into that music and like I started singing that stuff and and that was like the first kind of music that I started singing. And then you know, obviously, like I was in, I had that whole side, but then I also had like the R and B like side of like the like MTV whole like you know R and B and and hip hop stuff. So I was kind of, I mean I kind of sang a little bit of that stuff too. But I'd always like just stay home and and sing that stuff in my room and then kind of <laughs> my friends with though. the door yeah, closed, no the window closed like, in my yeah. closet Students that's usher crazy you're in like a fucking screamo band but you're in the bedroom at home fucking bringing sexy back or yeah whatever. my mom would always walk by and she's like when did he learn how to sing like she'd always <laughs> saw me and i'm like well, i don't know how to sing i don't know what i don't know what i'm doing but i would just keep practicing you know and then um i had a friend who who actually encouraged me to start the band um because he was the one who was like you know you got a voice dude you should really do something with it um I never had taken lessons at that time or anything. And he actually ended up passing away in a drunk driving accident. And I wrote oh, a song for him and that's kind of how the whole band got started, or at least kind of got me going with like really trying to make something happen. Cause I wrote the song man down for him. And, um, after that, uh, people wanted to hear some more stuff. So started trying to figure it out and find band members and, you know, that whole thing. I ran into our drummer at Guitar Center and that kind of like led us to like meeting friends of friends and it was just Hell crazy yeah. that all started. Finding the solid band members is a tough part. Yeah, it really is. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of people want to play music, but they don't realize all the work that really goes into it, you know? Yeah. So finding some solid dudes that are willing to put in the time, that's tough. The whole reggae thing, my mom um, was dating this contractor um, for a long time who used to go down to Mexico and build um, homes for, um, you know, less fortunate down there and would go down there and the, the, I think it was a church that was doing it and they'd pour like a slab of concrete and you'd, they'd prep everything on the Saturday and then the Sunday you'd go down there and build the house. And so I remember going down there and my mom was always listening to like UB40 and, and Bob Marley with, with this dude and um, I just loved it, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and at a young age, I never really like was really tuning into the lyrics, you know, but I just loved how it made me feel, made me feel good, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just, you know, I, um, I, I kind of fell in love with the sound at that time. And then, then after that is when I kind of got into this whole like rock and era and all that. And then, uh, experimented with that. Once Charles passed away, I, I learned how to like sing and play guitar like simultaneously, you know? So then, um, that was a big thing. Cause then you can kind of like write songs yourselves mm-hmm. you know, totally. yourself. And I just started hearing a lot of like the, the, the newer kind of like California reggae stuff. And it was funny cause it was weird, weird timing. Um, I, you know, obviously was listening to sublime and stuff at that time. And I revolution played a show in my friend's backyard for his graduation party back in 2007 it was like their last backyard show that they did before they started touring was and that I, in santa barbara it was in san diego oh san diego a okay. friend of like marley knew my my friend marley's bass player for revolution knew a, fr- uh, a friend of mine's mom or something like that and they they all figured it out but we ended up there in his backyard <laughs> and i watched him play and uh it was cool i was like wow this is like you know this is really different and like after that, I just started listening. I got listening to that Courage to Grow album was when they put that out, like the first kind of um, studio album, and then started getting familiar with all, like all the other bands in the scene. I was like, wow, there, there's a scene for this, you know. 
I met Moy from Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, and mm-hmm. I went on this crazy. You remember those SWAT trips? Oh yeah. I went on one of those, and like met, and like he was performing there, and like I got close with Moy, and uh, been on the show. Those SWAT trips were crazy. Yeah, like five episodes ago or oh, so. Shit, I got to dig deeper. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. How how weird are those were those SWAT shows? They don't do anymore, but it's like let's get like a bunch of underage kids. Yeah. And let's take them down to Mexico <laughs> and get them all fucked up mm-hmm. and hang out with a couple counselors who are just like a few years older than them. Ugh. You know, it's like, <laughs> but you know what? I think that really gave a lot of awesome opportunities for kids. And like, totally. you know, it was like that, like kind of, I don't know. I think, I think it goes awesome both ways. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like I'm no, sure it was, it was awesome, fucking but... great times. I played a SWAT thing. It was a great time. But now as an older person, like if my daughter was like, I'm going on a SWAT trip, I'd be like, absolutely yeah. Yeah. Remember the brochures nah. they give you? It's yeah. just like, go to SWAT this year. And it's just people looking drunk and partying and you're like we're in high school yeah. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't it in high school when they were how old did you I have to remember. be to go to that I think I, I think, think there was, was different 18, ones maybe. I think there was different ones <sighs> I just remember can yeah, someone explain the concept I've never okay. heard of this oh, it's it called was... summer winter action tours okay and they would take uh, I think they still do it um, that already sounds creepy. do they still it's do some it? action yeah, tours they still do summer winter but I think it's more college focus now and I think they I think the high school trips are done it was high it school it was high school yeah like six where the fuck yeah um but that, I think it was the college counselors. That's when you were doing it. Was like the college counselors were going with like the college kids. So it was just kind of like, yeah. okay, this makes sense. But then it was like the college counselors with the high school kids. Yeah, and then the that's, high I mean, But it was shit. it was cool, you know. Uh, you they take these kids from all these different schools. So it'd be like thirty schools. So you'd be going with like people that you knew, but from a different school. And then you'd go some, to like some of them, Utah yeah. or something. And then you'd meet like a whole other like school. And all these t- buses would go, and you like ride up on the buses, and you pretty much party the whole way up. It's just and like a big party. Dude, what was I there. doing during this time? Yeah, it was crazy. You were traveling all around. You were yeah, bands playing and yeah. yeah. That sounds so fun. So yeah. Utah would be like a, a winter one, go for yeah. a snowboarding wonderland, and then summertime was in like Mexico or, or Rosarito. Yeah, yeah. Rosarito you're going to Mexico in high school with college counselors to rage. This sounds like the real world, plus like. Yeah. Girls gone wild. Yeah. It was crazy. It's awesome. Good well, times. But yeah, as yeah. an adult now, as you're as like, an adult, how the back hell like, do they get away with that? You could not do that. Because I remember we play, when we played one, it was for high school kids, now that I look back. Wow. And like, I remember at night, like after the show and shit, it was like, we're just partying with all the high school kids because there's no one else around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> good times, dude. Good so you times. grew up in a good time. Yeah. Yeah, you came in. So you went to SWAT, you met Moy. I met Moy. Um, I actually met Kyle from Slightly Stupid. He had, like had him there as a guest, and nice. like I got kind of into it, like well into their music too. And then actually, I think this was this was before Charles passed away. He took me to a, a Slightly Stupid concert in, at the Del Mar Fairgrounds because you know we have that reggae um, um, festival that they that they do every every summer. So uh, the summer concert series. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to go watch Steel Pulse. Kind of mm-hmm. forgot about all that, and like and and I really fell in love with like really reggae music um at, at that age and and that's really what turned me on to it you know and then as i was digging deeper i was just seeing that you know it was all you know mostly positive music and um i just loved it you know i love the way that it made it feel i love the way the atmosphere that it brought you know and just kind of like putting my own twist on that and you know to create something new you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of where the band comes from through the roots is like through roots reggae music you know yeah, we kind of yeah. create our own style so that's awesome. Makes That's sense. another great question from uh, Francisco Molina. Let's see if we got any other good ones here. Oh, this one started on our last episode, actually. <laughs> What's your oh, favorite yeah. dinosaur? 
Oh man, dude, it's a good question. It made them both laugh. Denim was on uh, our last episode, and his friend—that's that's what his friend asks every think, single big musician he meets. What's your favorite dinosaur? That's his question. Oh man, I got two. I, you I, have two? Let's yeah, I think a Velociraptor. I think they're just hi- highly intelligent. You know, that was dude, that, that was, was that was Denim's. No, oh, mine's this guy. Oh, yes, yeah. and that's the other one. Yeah. The one that can spit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's just nice. so it's so nice. unique. Woo. You know. Dude. Oh yeah. Do you have a favorite dinosaur or two? I forgot what it was called, but he looked at me because we just had a conversation about dinosaurs like a few days ago. Oh, that's awesome. We're sitting there and, you know, because of coronavirus, I haven't had my nails done and I don't know what day we are on. So I don't know how long it's been since I got my nails done, but they just looked haggard. It looked like I've been trying to claw my, my way out of Azkaban. Like, he goes, he goes, dude, your nails look like that one dinosaur that just has those like pebbly, like the helmet on, you know? Like <laughs> the one that like know, rams and shit. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I have no idea the what the pebbly, name is. I, I yeah, like it's like little, it's like pebbly. Yeah. It has like yeah. a, a helmet skull. I don't know, but and <laughs> to look it up, and I'm looking at this picture of this dinosaur <laughs> and comparing a picture of my nails, and it wasn't that far off. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, uh, phone, find that dinosaur again. Whoever looked it up, dude, because <laughs> I yeah. gotta know. I think I can picture it. It's a really. I, it's it's kind of the name is not one that would just like dings. No, it's but it's an official dinosaur. It's an official dinosaur. Like, and he had it in his head, like thinking. Oh, that's so. He's funny. like, dude, your nails look Jurassic. Like, and he already knew the name of the dinosaur, or he had to look, no, it, he had up. To look it up. No, he look it up. Okay. Because I heard this, and I guess we could simply look this up as well. I, I don't know if the Velociraptor was a dinosaur, right? Is that a is that a Jurassic Park invention? Like a hybrid dinosaur? I, mean, I just don't know that they existed. I thought I heard I, somebody told me that they're like, "Well, Velociraptors weren't real. That those were made up by Jurassic Park." Look at Daddy's like, face. What? It's like I you just told him Santa, dude, Santa's uh, not this real. Is blowing yeah, my mind, dude. Yeah. You can't just invent new dinosaurs. Dude. They do in the third, they, they in the third one. They went yeah. on that last one though. Yeah, right. Or oh, the, that's or right. The, the Lost World or fucking whatever. I got lost track. Damn. Dinosaur with helmet head. Yeah, helmet headed dinosaur. I gotta know. <laughs> I simply must know. Oh, this here it comes. This is basically what her, what her nails look like. You know? Oh, yeah. What do you? What is that? Uh, the Helmedon. Of pa- Passophilosaurus. I don't know how to say okay, that. Okay, that's why nobody Pachy, talks about Pachy, it. Pachy, Pachy, yes. Yeah. It's a weird <laughs> ass. That's a... Man. Oh, shit. I've never even read, seen try that, and read that Try and read that. Try and read that name. Where is that? Oh, yeah, dude. That's a... Yeah, there's, I'm, not even, I'm not even going to try. It's a weird ass name. Look it, it up. It's like a Russian Use hockey player's last name. Pachycephalosaurus yeah. <laughs> at the end. Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. Maybe something like that. Hey, that sounds right to me. Um, all yeah. right, well, that was cool. Thanks for those questions from our Patreon members. We appreciate it. Dang. Um, let's move into a segment. Yes. You guys, we've, at, we've pre-screened them. They have shit themselves before. Yes, we have guests that have shit themselves. Why is it that everyone who comes on our show is more than willing to tell us a poo? Not, okay, I think one of them might be a shit yourself. One might be just a poo story, but poo related is good enough for us. So, Duddy. So who wants to go first? Oh, man. You go ahead. Okay. All right. I must have been about, oh, man, 12, 10, okay. 12. I don't know. Post Something diaper. like that. that it's just got to be post-diaper. Post-diaper. So you're in there. I think I was probably about 12. Uh, I, I had a skate park up the street that I, was, that I would go to, and um, 
I was skating one day and I was like in the neighborhood next to my house. So you could skate there in probably like five minutes, you know? So it was pretty close by. It was behind a church and it was like just like a spine ramp and like a, a, a half pipe that was, I don't know, eight feet or something like that. It was pretty cool, but they chained it off. But I figured out how to like manipulate the chain so you could still skate it. Nice. So I was, I was there and I think that was probably my karma because like I, you know, when I was younger, I, ha- I like, I think I suffered with IBS and um, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was terrible. It's self-diagnosed. It would just, it would just, no, no, I was diagnosed. But like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know at that, at that age, you know, so. He thought but, everyone was like that at that yeah, point. Yeah. I thought everybody was just shitting their pants. This isn't how you guys shit. (laughs) So I'd have this like, you know, this stomach cramp that just comes out of nowhere and just like, you know, it's really bad. And and I, 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 there was low, a low chance I was going to make it back, but there was was no porta potty, you know? And I'm like, you know, I I either like go in the bushes and I do this. And like I get caught like shitting at the church, or like oh, just desecrating or, the grounds of the yeah, church. Or, or I, I leave now and try to skate home, you know. So like you know back in the day, you uh, we wore those like you know baggier jeans too. There wasn't like you know nowadays oh, where yeah. like you shit your pants, maybe no one, you know maybe it just <laughs> kind of blends in. Right about no, this one's right definitely right pants on your fucking. Good. This one's definitely <laughs> falling scared. down your jeans, you know, like yeah. all the way down. So I'm I'm, I'm skating. Pants? I cross the crosswalk oh. and I'm like almost to this hill, like you know the the end is in sight and like I'm trying to skate down this hill and oh, I'm trying no. to like you know not go and I uh, so I start walking and then I start skate you know you're just kind of in between like, what action do I, do I do? take <laughs> so I'm just oh man and I'm just so embarrassed and it's like midday on a Saturday you know I'm just like oh my gosh oh, no. so I just, decide, I just decide that it's better to not stand there and do it so I just skate I just start skating and it's like a, sh- you know, it's like not a very steep hill. So I'm just kind of cruising and I'm just like, you know, I just let it go. <laughs> not only does it just, you know, down the pants, but it's coming out of my shoes, out of my grip tape. Dude, it was bad, dude. It was shit tape. I had to go home and hose it off in my yard. You know, I was just so ashamed. By the time I got home, I didn't even have to go anymore. Ruined my session. <laughs> oh, ruined you know? my session. Oh. Dude, I just picture like a sad oh, kid just, just rolling down the street. Oh, just so <laughs> I love that, that cause, amazing. Because oh, what man. do you do, right? It's like if you're skateboarding, you're not really moving, you're just standing, so that feels like the shit's gonna come out. And if right. you're walking, it feels like you can kinda hold it in, but wh- you're stuck in between. And which if you're action? just stopping in front of someone's house and shitting, you're like, What are you doing? And then they realize and then you gotta, you know? Hey oh. kid, stop oh, shitting out front of my house. <laughs> Oh, that was wa- great. Damn. I could picture that perfectly. Oh. I love when you're all midday Saturday. I'm like, oh, <laughs> these people doing the line. Yeah, it's like yard families sales. out, smiling. Oh. Like, you know people in your neighborhood, too, you know? So it's like, then it goes around the neighborhood. You're the kid. Oh. And also, like, the shitty skateboard tracks and splats lead right to your house. Right to <laughs> I didn't really think about that, you know? Right. You left the pooch Just right left to your door. There's trail. a detective near him. He would have found me for little sure. Dookie detective so, would have just so did, sniffed it out. Were you just did, so you just had to ride that skateboard with shitty grip tape for a while? I, guess <laughs> they, I just oh, sprayed no. it off, you know, and then I always kind of looked at it like, <laughs> I know there's still a piece of shit on there. You, know, yeah, like, you and I know what, what yeah. it is skateboard. It's no a special skateboard. No it's definitely knows. mine, you know. Oh. That oh, was dude, just great. a perfect can ride, storm. <laughs> can I ride your skateboard? I mean, if you want. Yeah, <laughs> With no shoes, and then you're like, ah, I wouldn't fucking throw on some vans, dude, before you get on there. Oh, that was oh. a fucking legendary tale. Thank you so much. Let's move on. You got a poo story, too. I know you're like, oh, man. I do. I- Unfortunately, I didn't shit myself, but um, never, you know, got to 
savor that experience. Yeah. You know, um, it's not too late. It's like, unfortunately, I didn't <laughs> shit myself. But. but I did. I did have another first. Um, I was right when I moved into my apartment in Long Beach. This is cute. Um, I didn't have anything in my house. So, like, it was literally just me, my bed. and I. But I invited my girlfriend over, like, hey, housewarming, come over to my empty apartment. You know, let's have, you know, let's have a couple beers. So. Yeah. She came over and there was really nothing to do in my empty apartment <laughs> after the couple of beers. So we go around the corner to the Silver Fox, this is a gay bar. In Long oh, Beach. okay. We get a little hammered, sing some karaoke, and I I remember taking out my phone, take pictures of us, and putting it on the bar and putting it back back in my pocket and to the bar and back and forth. And then uh, it's closing time, so we leave. We go to the liquor store and get some hot Cheetos. We go home. And she jumps in the shower because she's got work in the morning. And I go to the bathroom, and then I'm sitting there, and I'm eating a sandwich, and I'm like, where's my phone? I reach down, it's not in my pocket. And the last place I remember was, like, taking it out of my pocket at the bar, putting it back in my pocket. I'm like, shit. So I, I call the Silver Fox, and they're like, we're closed. I'm like, I know, but I think I left my iPhone on the bar top. They're like, no, it's not here. I'm like, shit. Run back to the liquor store to see if I left it there. It's closed. I was like, and they open at 8. So I'm like, <sighs> okay, so I go to sleep, and... I had just, it was an iPhone 5. I had just gotten it brand new the oh, day before. It like, no. like, it was so new, I hadn't even put a lock code on it. Oh. So I was like, dude, anybody could just go and steal my phone. Like, that sucks. And so uh, I go to sleep, and I wake up, and I'm like, okay, 8 o'clock. The liquor store's open, and I run down there, and they're not open yet. So I'm like, what the hell? And also, I remember my cable guy is supposed to come turn on my Wi-Fi and cable. They just moved in. Oh, shit. So I run back to my apartment. He's there. And, you know, he's he's explaining to me what he's going to do. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, just one second, because I feel my stomach starting to like not Turn. feel great. Yeah. It's, it's it's the day after drinking situation where things are not kosher. Things like, are yeah. not Small kosher. Apartment. We had lots of Jameson. Cable there was beers. Yeah. There was hot Cheetos. <laughs> it was a mess. So like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll be right back. Just one second. You do your thing. So I go to the bathroom. It's not cute. But, you oh, no. know, it's like I said, it's a day after drinking. Yeah. It's not pretty. And so he's, meanwhile, this dude is knocking on the bathroom door and he's like, hey, I, you know, can you come show me where your router is? Like, blah, I'm blah, blah. And I'm busy. like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on just a second. Once, you know, one second, one second. And I'm like trying to finish up. And, you know, so I'm like, okay. And uh, so I try to flush the toilet and just a sound you don't want to like hear your toilet make start coming up and so the water starts rising oh no and i'm like oh my god oh, I'm no. like, like the, you know the panic you know that oh, panic no. even if it's at your own like, house I'm fucked. yeah i'm I fucked. fucked and so i was like oh shit so i i guess i lifted the the top off the tank and i'm like i don't even know what i'm looking at so i just put it back on <laughs> and so meanwhile the dude's like excuse me i have other appointments to make can you please like, come out go. here and he's banging on the door and i'm like and i'm like one it. second and i'm just like oh my god and so i tr i try to flush it again and the water goes right up oh, to the top and it's like oh my god so and the guy is like rushing me so i just put the toilet down i'm like i'm gonna deal with this after so i go out there help the dude he leaves i run back to the liquor store i'm like hey have you found my phone they're like no we didn't find it i'm like Oh fuck! So, so I call my dad. And I'm like, Dad, what do I do? I just got this toilet full of poop, and it's like not going down. And he's like, You need a plunger, baby. I'm like, Okay, I don't have a plunger. So I go to Target, get a plunger, and then I get home and like, I don't know what to do with the plunger. <laughs> I never plunged a toilet before. <laughs> so I look up on YouTube how to plunge toilet, and I watch a few instructionals. Oh, and yeah. Apparently, you put it down there and you like 
And you do just, the plunging you just motion. Plunge it. And smash it. I guess that's so you make it sound so easy. Yeah. You just plunge it. And so, and then apparently the water is supposed to clear, and then that means that it's unstopped. So I go in the bathroom and I'm like rolling up my sleeves, oh. and I put the the laptop on the counter so I can watch, so I can do it with the person. <laughs> and so I I sink the plunger in, and like it's already pretty full, and yeah. I have to plunge it. And so I'm like, it's gonna splash. So it's there's some splashing. There's like <laughs> there's it's just and it's like huh? all breaking. It's like poop soup in there. And it's like it's just sloshing <laughs> like not everywhere, but definitely on the shoes. And so I'm like, I'm like we're in, we're in this. We just gotta we just gotta get through it. So I'm sitting there and I'm like we're working and I'm working up a sweat because it's like not nothing's happened. It's not doing what it said like it was gonna do to go in the down. YouTube video. So it's like, <laughs> and I'm like okay. And then probably after like a good five or six minutes of plunging and just slopping water oh, everywhere, wow. all of a sudden, glug, 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 glug. Like the water empties, clear water runs in. Great feeling. And I'm, oh yeah, I'm like, I did it. This is what happened in the YouTube video. Like we win. And so I'm like, okay, the, you know, the bowl filled back up and I go to flush it again. By the way, like the bathroom horrible like oh, it's no. in it's in shambles i'm like this is gonna be a, a, a got, hell of a cleanup a after this and i go <laughs> and i flush the toilet to make sure it all works and it does i'm like thank god like and then i i see something like n there's some there's still something at the bottom of that toilet <laughs> so i'm like what the fuck is that so i get down and i literally have my face like in the bowl and i'm looking and at the bottom peeking out of like the toilet tunnel <laughs> is my brand new iPhone 5. Oh my god. I guess I had dropped it in the toilet. It's been in my back pocket. I dropped it in the toilet when I went to the bathroom oh, the, the, night before, the night before. And had no just flushed it, didn't even notice. And that's oh why my toilet my wouldn't flush. Oh my god. Bam. I love that. That yeah. was like a little movie scene and yeah. there was a dope twist at the end. I was Phone just in the in. toilet. Phone in toilet. Wow. Didn't know. And it was back when like iPhones were smaller, so I was they thinking, could I was like, fit I in the iPhone toilet. Five, they didn't have the big guys. Those were pretty small yeah. phones. Those and, could totally slide yeah. and, right in there. I mean, I, I didn't have an OtterBox. I didn't even have it, oh, any case on it. It'd been down there for 12 oh, hours, just marinating. Oh. And would you, if, what if you pulled it out and it worked? Hey, would, what would you have <laughs> to then do to make that right? To protect oh. No, get what she did. It'd be oh, just no, like his grip tape. It'd be like, oh, well, you know what happened. Well, I mean, I I had insurance on it, so I sent it. I bought I washed it with soap. I washed yes. it with soap. And you I sent it back to the insurance company saying, I dropped it in the bathtub. Uh, but I like to imagine, like, sometimes I think about the person who bought, like, a refurbished iPhone and, and got my iPhone. And somewhere you think, too, like, when wow. they got that, like, to refurbish it, they're going to, like, unscrew Open. it, take it apart. Yeah. You think they were just like, the Apple whoa, genius is like, what the dude. fuck happened to this? There's shit inside of it. Like, <laughs> I wish there was some way to track that phone and just be like, some documentary. Uh, oh, show up at their door. I just wanted to let you know that that phone you had, what happened to that phone before it got to you? That is great. Oh, Thank you, guys. Yeah. That, was, that wow. was two amazing poo stories. Happy to share. Good storytellers, both oh. of you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to go back to a segment we haven't done in a bit. We're gonna go to uh, we we have a band camp story oh, yeah, from Evan. Band camp. So you got a band camp story first, right? So let's do the drop. Oh, in this one time at band camp. Bam, Evan. <laughs> <Take us away. laughs> so we're uh, we're on on tour with the Green. This is in 2015, and uh, love those guys. Yeah, awesome Good dudes. Awesome dudes. And we are in North Carolina. Forget what place in North Carolina we were driving to or from, but we were driving to Wilmington. And um, we were on 
to 95 and we had just pulled over to get gas and I like added a little bit of oil and just make, you know, just making sure everything's cool. We had like a short school bus at the time. Um, like it was like a handicap bus, but it didn't have the like handicap accessories. I think it was just like a small route bus, you know? I think like, I remember that. It was green and black. I, I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. We had to paint it cause we got pulled over and it was like, they like, can't, can't be school bus yellow. It has to be like a different color. Cause we look like, you know, we were towing a yeah. trailer with this yellow bus. And like a, so we, we painted it and, it and it was green and black, but we were driving on the, on the freeway and I pulled over, got gas, got oil, um, got back on the road and all of a sudden I'm driving the bus and like, the guys are, I think there's only one person awake. I think maybe it was, I think it was our guitar player, Scott, and he's in the back. And um, I'm, I'm driving, all of a sudden I start like smelling this, these weird smells. And like, you pretty much smelled like every smell by that point, you know, like in your touring yeah, career. Like, this, yeah. this is different. This is like, something's burning, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, I pull over and like smoke starts coming out of the vents. Like I'm pulling, as I'm pulling over smoke's like coming out of the vents oh, and my, our tour manager kind of like wakes up and he's like, someone's smoking in here. You know, he's like half asleep. I'm like, no dude, like that's not what it smells like when someone's smoking in here. You know? <laughs> so I pull over, I think, I, I think someone's on fire. So I pull over quickly. Um, and meanwhile, like half of the guys are kind of like slowly waking up. A couple of them are still sleeping. I think our drummer and bass player and like, I turn, or I leave the bus running, I put it in park, I jump out real quick and I look under and it's like spilling out fluid. And I'm like, shit, this isn't good, you know? And I can still smell the burning smell and then I I see, that, like I can see that it, there's like some light coming, you know? Like oh, there is no. a small fire going on. So at that point I like get back in the bus and I turn it off to like depressurize everything, you know? And then it's just completely quiet. It was almost like, it was weird. It was like a movie where like it was, and you're on the freeway so it was like, there, there was no cars around. It was just the weirdest, most eerie moment when I'm looking under there, it's completely quiet and I can hear like the crackling. And then I see a chunk of whatever it was, plastic fall into this puddle and it just goes, (gasps) and I'm like, get the fuck out of the bus. You know, like it's (laughs) like, there's a video on our GoFundMe thing that my friend did, but you can see it happen. But, um, it, it literally, that's what happened. I told everybody to get out. We're like on the side of the freeway where there's like this embankment that goes by and there's like mud. Like the guys just run and jump out like deer. Like they're not even looking where they're going. Like some of them stepping in the mud and oh. we all we all make it out. But but in like a matter of minutes, you know, the whole bus is engulfed in flames oh, and burning. Shit. That's and terrifying. And there, my Death. phone, my my. Um, did you get a chance to grab my phone on the center console? It, uh, you know, it was like one of those buses where you like, you know, have the hand crank thing like to the open the door. Bus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, my phone was sitting there. My my la- my backpack was always next to me because I just if I needed anything, I wanted to grab it. You know, so my my I had for some reason brought my hard drive that had like all of the music that I'd ever made on it. Oh, and that burned in the fire. No. There's two acoustic guitars in there. Oh. Like everybody left their shit and just got out. I think maybe Brady grabbed his backpack and like his shoes. Um, but everybody, you know, so you're just standing on the side of the freeway we're just watching, watching this burn. Man. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking like, dude, our gear is in the trailer. Like we need to get the trailer off. So like, I'm trying to stay calm and, um, just kind of think logically here. So I, it's burning. The guys are kind of panicking. They don't know what to do. Everybody's kind of frozen. And I'm thinking like, shit, I need to get this trailer off, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think like, shit, maybe I can put it in neutral and I can roll I, or no, no, I was thinking I can, I can, we had electronic Jack. I can just Jack the trailer up and it will and we didn't have a I don't think we had a battery in there at, at that specific trip normally we do so the trailer can raise and lower s- itself but 
it was hooked up to the bus and needed the bus's power, something like, oh, I can just raise it up real quick before that, like, you know, it really burns and <laughs> get it off. And then I can, you know, maybe we can all push the burning bus out of the way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Dude, you're in your panic mode. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm just yeah. making stuff out and trying and push the button. Right. So I, I, I start, I start like getting towards the button. I push it and like, I can just see this like green flare. I'm like, well, oh, there goes the battery, you know, the battery just like exploded. Oh. And I, I then was thinking, okay, well we can just, fuck, I don't know, lift it off or something. It's way too heavy. We're not going to get it you off. Have to so take all the at gear that point, I'm first. like, and then I go back into panic mode with the rest of the guys on the side of the road. You know what I mean? What do I do? So open the side door and, Meanwhile, somebody called the fire department, so I think they were on their way, and th they weren't there yet, though. So then they ended up getting there quickly. Um, I'm I ran in the middle of the street to like wave this guy down and get a fire extinguisher, and he'd like, we're in the, like in in North Carolina. This guy didn't say anything to me. He's probably like, who's this kid in the middle of the freeway? Yeah. And he's like, oh, his bus is burning down. And I was like, I need your fire extinguisher now. Didn't say one word to me. Just like, gets out in the middle of the on ramp, parks his truck, gets his fire extinguisher, hands it to me, gets back in and leaves. Not even like, you need help? Like just. Leaves, leaves me an extinguisher. I go over. I, I don't have Holy enough, shit. you know, fluid to like put this thing out. So it, I end up just like throwing it down, and I, the fire department gets there. They're like start hosing the bus down. One of the guys go, and they're taking their time putting their gear on too. I'm like, dude, like <laughs> just our life here. Yeah, like, Come on, like, help us. Yes. And so the guy, one of the guys, ends up opening the trailer door, um, and he's about to go in there and just like let loose on everything in the trailer and i'm thinking like no, no. like not the water so like i book it back across so like no, there's this, this little embankment an and then an on-ramp right and then the side of the freeway right so there's like i have to run across the on-ramp to get to where we are um because we're in a safe space i didn't know if the thing was going to blow up or what so we need to keep our distance so um i don't know if it was like the movies or not <laughs> so, <laughs> you know so uh, i run back over there the guy's like you know about to like it's his first you know they don't probably haven't seen a fire in that area so, like, it's he's really like, like sweet you know, i can't wait to fucking use the hose right you know? so he like gets in there and he's about to spray it i'm like running over no you know like and I, I i tell him i'm like there's you know there's there's equipment in here and oh and while they were taking their time to get their gear on this is before they started putting the fire out i remember there's propane in, in the trailer Oh, that's why shit. I told them like I told them there's propane in there so the guys like start hustling at that oh, point oh he's like spray it down yeah yeah Just yeah so then up. he went in there and then I stopped him they ended up not spraying the gear so then the fire department can't really do anything about it we have to wait for the tow truck company after it's done burning you know so then it's just like this smoldering wet pile of metal and whatever else we had and all of our stuff you know and um, luckily the trailer's okay just like burn the nose cap but we're all just sitting there the fire department leaves and it's just like us our smoldering bus it's still kind of quiet you know, it's like the middle of a sunny day and we're just like, the fuck just happened? You that's know? fucking weird. It was really weird. That's um, a having a day. That's having right a day. We, we have a segment having a day. We've only done a couple times because it's kind of reserved for just someone who's just a shitty day. One <sighs> shitty thing leads to another, oh, leads man. to another. And yeah. That's you. Everyone's off the bus. None of their stuff. Side of the road. Middle of the country. Watching it burn. Yeah. Firemen taking their time. Hosing down your gear almost, just one after another. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> My dad calls me, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I gotta go. I'm watching our bus burn down on the side of the road. He's like, you're doing what? <laughs> you know, my dad, like, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, I gotta call you back. Our bus is burning down. Damn. And I can't believe you even answered. I yeah. mean, I didn't. Hi, dad, what? Well, I, it was like a time when I couldn't do anything. Yeah, you know, I couldn't help. There. I'm just watching it, and I was just like, like hello. Well. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. When shitty shit is oh. happening, too, sometimes you just wanna tell people. Yeah, you're like, dude. Yeah. Dude. You have no idea, bro. 
I don't that was a great one. That was incredible. That was a great fucking band camp story. We didn't Fuck miss a show hell. on that tour. We got a U-Haul and or we got a Penske truck and like a small SUV and we finished all the shows and Boom. It our fans donated, got us a new bus. It was it was got to hustle, really cool. people. Got to hustle, make it happen. We've I, there's been so many bands just in this like in like the reggae and reggae rock style scene that have had shit stolen, buses burned down, and the fans always seem to come right up in they and donate. And everyone ends up getting their stuff back. Like this, other bands are helping out. Oh other bands, God. it's great. It happened to my band back in the day. Yep. Our trailer got stolen in in front of our parents' house, in front of Duddy and my parents' house. Trailer gone for my band, and we were about to go on tour. And fans came through, donated, and were so awesome. And we got enough back to go out. So this, the community that you guys are in with your band and with Duddy's band, and um, some of the best no, like, people and fans. It's a great on community. Earth. It yeah. is a community. Truly, and it's a growing it's community too, which is it's awesome. great. Yep. Yeah. Well, sweet. So, did did you have a, a band campy story? Anything? Probably Any crazy model stories? It was probably like every single <laughs> shoot oh. is one. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've had plenty of shit shows. Um, you know what? The one that's like coming to mind, which was just a crazy shoot. So usually, like your your agent vets, that's their job is to like set up a shoot for you, vet it, negotiate your wages, whatever. So I I show up to um, a shoot just like any other day. It's in downtown LA. And I walk in, and uh, they had set up in one of the ballrooms in a hotel. Okay. So they, I walk in, and to this ballroom I'm supposed to be in, there's, like, a bunch of construction workers. And I was like, oh, okay, wrong room. And they go, oh, no, Britt. Oh, you know, come right in. We're going to get you right into hair and makeup because, you know, we're on, a, we're on a time budget here. And I was like, okay. What's so, up with all the construction workers? Yeah, what's up with all the construction workers? <laughs> all right. And so I sit down, and the makeup artist takes me, and she's holding me on the shoulders, and she's like, I don't know what what we've got ourselves into, but I feel like it's just like a do the job, take the money and run situation. You understand? Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, just watch, you'll see. And I'm like, okay. So she barely does any makeup on me. Hair, she doesn't even do my hair. I'm yeah. like, okay. So they go, you know what? That's enough. You look great. Let's get you right into wardrobe. And they take me over and they put me in these like carpenter pants and then they give me some like boots and then they put me in like a long sleeve and a neon yellow like <laughs> high visibility vest and they give me a hard hat <laughs> now i showed up thinking because they told me the job is an italian workwear company and i'm like workwear and my agent said yeah it's usually like scrubs uniform technician things like that i'm yeah. like oh, okay got it and uh so they go, and also the whole production, all Italians, barely speak English. Now, I've been learning, luckily, Italian on Duolingo for three, three, three years now. Nice. Duolingo assesses that I'm maybe like a 35% like. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm getting there, and I'm, I'm trying to understand what they're saying. And the, the photographer, he just rapid fire, no English. And so yeah. we're going out, and they're like, okay, let's go shoot. And so we go out. And we, they go up to like one of those chain link fences that has like the green like net over oh, yeah, it. You can't yeah. see inside. And he opens the thing, pushes the gate and starts walking onto the site. And I'm thinking like, wow, this is the craziest shoot I've ever been on. Like, I don't, I've never shot any like a construction site. And he looks both ways and he points to like the caterpillar and he goes, Right there, up there, I'll get the, the space of the light. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> you want me to get in? I'm like, like, what? Yeah. And, uh, so 
I, I just said like, no, I, I'm not going to do that. Cause like I had a feel, I started to get the feeling that we're not actually supposed to be you here. And this is not there. our construction. This is not a set. This is an actual construction site. Oh so he says, God. okay, they're trying to translate to me. Just stand there. So I'm trying to stand there and I start like modeling, but I'm like, but wait, I'm in construction I mean, gear. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> am I just a construction worker? Like, yeah. do I just stand here? And they, they climb up, climb up. Oh, yeah. And then so I'm trying like, okay, and I don't know what to do. And he goes, so, yeah, super, wow, so good, so good. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, and we just hear like, hey, hey, get off of that. And we, and everyone just goes, oh, go, run. And then so we <laughs> run off the construction no. site. I am like, what the fuck is wow. this? What the fuck? And, and so immediately I'm calling my agent. I'm like. I'm dressed like Eileen Warnos right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm modeling construction wear in a construction site that we're not supposed to be on. And she's like, I don't, I don't, I'm getting my, my cancer removed today. I can't, I just, and she's all looped out oh, because she's shit. like, has a procedure done that day. So she can't save me. I'm like, oh my God. And so I was like, well, she would want me to go through with it. And I had no choice. And so I just, we ended up, hopping you know downtown la rife with construction sites so we hop from construction site to just construction got done site. when you could in each one till you got kicked yeah, out yeah yeah basically wow, crazy. and i was just like furious <clears throat> that sounds was, terrible like, <laughs> and at one point like the wife comes and she puts like these like feather dangly earrings on me to like spruce up the outfit <sighs> Because that goes together. Because that, goes. Yeah, Cause Cause like, that makes really sense. Construction, I'm going to make sure oh I have my, my god! My and so earrings. once in a while, we'll get on and try to find those images of the constru- like, like when I model the construction sites. That is yeah. you know, good. Did you ever even get to see what it was or where, what it, where it went? I don't think so. We found the website. We didn't find mine, though. Because like there's a, one I really want to find, a shot, where it's like me posing with like one of those waste removal trucks oh, yeah. <laughs> like, with the big hoses like i don't i don't know what that is but that is it's good terrible that makes sense they're like we know there's construction going on here send her over yeah. here we're just gonna take pictures yeah. and fucking run yeah i've heard of movies being made that oh, way totally. where they just show up start shooting they're not supposed to be there and, and they, then yeah you're supposed to have a permit for everything yeah mm-hmm. you gotta have a permit everywhere fucking modeling well, that was great. You never know what you're showing up for. Yeah. It's the same thing for you guys. It's true. You don't showed up to some wild shows before, too. You're like, okay, this oh, should yeah. be interesting tonight. This isn't what they told us we were doing <laughs> yeah. today. Oh, Take yeah. the money and run shows. Yeah. They Take happen. the money yeah. and run. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you did get paid, right? I did get paid. Okay. There Hell you yeah. go. The important thing. Well, shoot, man. Anything else? I mean, is there anything you guys want to, like, plug or where can people find you? Yeah, you can find us uh, at Through the Roots, you know, everywhere. Uh, check us out on on Facebook, you know, Spotify is a big, big place. Everybody goes to listen to our music, you know. So if you don't have a Spotify, they have a free one. Go in there and yeah. listen, you know. Uh, Pandora, wherever. Um, but check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're gonna be doing some more live streams and stuff like that too. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, man, no problem. And Thank you. Yeah, check us out. We have some new music coming out soon. I don't really have a uh, definite date on when that's coming out, but uh, just stay, stay tuned. You know, it's a crazy time, and we're kind of trying to figure it all out. So. Um, yeah, just stay tuned and keep, keep, keep listening. Right on, man. What about you? Where can people find you at? People can find me on Instagram. I'm at Britt Raffuson, B-R-I-T-T-R-A-F-U-S-O-N. 
There you go. Well, thank you, you guys. That's another awesome episode. Uh, once again, if you are listening to this or any of the other episodes and you're enjoying it, please leave us a review. Leave us a comment. It helps the uh, podcast get noticed and continue on. Um, also, we do have a Patreon page, like I mem- uh, mentioned before. It's got behind the scenes from every episode, including this one, and uh, lots of other fun stuff going on over there. We do watch parties. Um, we do full episodes just for our Patreon members. And as you see, we let our Patreon members uh, you know, send in questions for me and Jake and our guests on every episode. So head on over there. That also helps the the, uh, podcast continue on. Other than that, thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, Cutlassbrand.com. Go to cutlassbrand.com. We just dropped the new uh, men's and women line. And if you put in code uh, DuddyB at checkout, you get 15% off that. Thank you for all the love from Surf Roots. And I think that's it. That's it. Right on. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Peace.